Blog Talk Radio. That song you just heard was from PJ Dakota, titled Just Skate. Definitely check it out. Check it out on YouTube. The video was amazing. And uh, speaking of being amazing, we're back for the final episode of Love and Sexology 101. Welcome to the eighth and final episode of Love and Sexology 101 with sexologist, life coach, and relationship expert, Coach K and featuring comedian Grandma Riri, and I'm your moderator and announcer, just some guy named Jay. Love and Sexology 101 is about relationships, love, 
sex and any topics connected to those topics uh, or any topics connected to those subjects. Tonight's main topic is preparation before marriage, what to do before the I do's. But, but of course, callers, if you have any general relationship topics and questions that you'd like to ask, you're welcome to bring that up to Coach K. The number is 929-477-3872, and then press 1 to get into the queue to ask questions when we take questions from the audience. And uh, and just wait. Just hold on. We're not going to take them now. We'll wait till I bring everybody on, and then you, we'll, we'll, you know, start taking calls and stuff. And before we do that, I just want to give some quick shout-outs. I want to give a shout-out to Poetic Expressions Online Boutique. For the latest trendy women's clothes and accessories, please visit www.poetic-expressions.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. Also, Love and Sexology is sponsored by Love and Lust Lingerie. Since Love and Sexology 101 is a show designed to help you spice up your love and romance, you can also spice up your romance and love life by wearing the very sexy, visually appealing undergarments provided by Love and Lust Lingerie. Purchase the lingerie at www.loveandlustlingerie.com, and that's the letter N in between love and lust. So that's love, the number N, lustlingerie.com. And so, yeah, so definitely do it that way and go, you know, purchase the uh, the lingerie. They also have a, a new men's line out now, too. So, fellas, you could, you know, get sexy in your robes for your, you know, you know, for your lady or whatever you're doing. I would also like to give a shout-out to Karina Bales, your official online store for decorations for holidays, birthday parties, as well as special events and occasions. For more information on Karina Bale's products and merchandise, please visit the official website. I'm going to spell it out for you, www.k-r-e-n-a-b-h-a-i-l-s.com. And you can always go listen to the replay and slow it down. Write that down if you didn't get to do that already. All right. Enough of me plugging shit. Let me go ahead and bring on the host and, and let them do the talking now. Okay. Where, where is it? Okay. Let's bring on Coach. Uh, let's bring on Grandma Riri first. Uh-oh. Grandma oh, Riri. Yes. Oh, yes. Good evening. I'm in the building. Yes, you are. Let's go ahead and throw some... Some claps on it for you. Oh no, some cheers. I'm supposed to throw some cheers for you. I don't see it in the thing. Oh, here it goes. My God, my God. You know, I am so mm-hmm. excited about tonight's show. The finale tonight. Uh, it's been an amazing eight weeks. You know, and uh, I'm excited about about tonight's topic because it's my. One of my most favorite topics to talk about is 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 being connected with my spouse and uh, being with the right the right spouse this time. You know, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, being oh married. yeah. Ah yeah, let me let me throw some claps on it for you. 
and marriage and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that's that's what the main topic is, marriage. But you know, uh, probably in the second half of the show, the the, the final act of the show, I want to bring up the Kevin Samuels clip too. Uh, that's a, that's a hot topic about relationships. Uh, have you seen the Kevin Samuels uh, clip? Uh, no, Riri? I'm not. No, no, no. Oh, Coach, Tell me about that. Coach Kevin. Coach K saw it, but we'll we'll let her talk all about it. Let's go ahead and, and bring her on. Hello. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Coach K here, and I'm super excited to be here for an amazing topic. And definitely yeah. hitting on that good video. Evening. <laughs> good evening. It's so good to hear your voice. I know, and congratulations. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so glad to be back. Yes, I'm so glad yeah. to be back. My body to myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For a little while anyway, right? It's a beautiful thing. Yes, over. It's over. Over. <laughs> over. Well, ton- tonight's topic is, I feel like it's almost um like a, a recap, kind of everything that we <laughs> talked about mm-hmm. leading up to tonight has a lot to do with tonight, and that is um, the before I do. So essentially preparing for marriage and the, that that final commitment. And before we dive in, I want to make sure we don't have any more. We, we're finished with sponsors and all that good stuff because, you know, me and Grandma Riri can go in on this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're we're, I mean, we're done plugging them for right now. We'll, we'll, in the second act, we we may uh, get to it more. Right. <laughs> well, I just want to say this: I don't know anything about marriage. The only thing I know about marriage uh, is that uh, well, I well, my parents were married when they had me. That you know, uh, they they're both no longer uh, with us. Right now, you know, rest in peace to my parents. But uh, and and and, and uh, oh yes, and, and and seeing other married couples, uh, the ones that are left, I think all of them are divorced. Uh, I believe uh, the only married couples I know right now are you, are you and Grandma Riri, and maybe a few other people sprinkled there. But uh, yeah, they're they're, they're dropping like flies. I see. Yeah, yeah. The married couple. Yeah, yeah. and and I've yeah, I've never been married. Oh, I sorry about that. I, I, let me. I'm gonna just pass the mic. I was gonna go on, go on and ramble about. Uh, I, I haven't married anyone, uh, but you know that I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't need to speak on this topic. Let me go ahead and pass the mic to the experts on this one. <laughs> you absolutely can speak on this topic. Let, you know what? And I, I'm glad you kind of said that because one thing that I will say um, is. I've actually seen people bash Steve Harvey when he talk about some some topics when it comes to relationships and all, or, you know, somebody who may bash somebody else who may not have been um, married. And while, yes, someone who's never been in those shoes cannot go in depth about um, a marriage, however, I would never take it away from any individual person in this world to be able to see speak upon what they see because in the preparation phase, and of course I'll jump back, but in the preparation phase of getting to marriage, when you get inside of it, having a outside eye looking in 
sometimes helps you and brings you back out to a different perspective. But that's inside the marriage, so we're going to jump back out. So don't ever feel like you can't speak on um, marriage. That's all I want to say. Oh, oh <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I, uh, what made me shut up is, is I used to uh, – you know, when I used to do Blacktopia Roundtable, well, other podcasts I've I've spoken on marriage before, and, I, I, and I've been shut down because they're like, oh, well, are you married? Have you been married? Shut up. <laughs> so, I, so, yeah, so I, I, I've, they've been trained, the audience has trained me to shut up now. So that's why I guess I, I feel that. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, yeah, I, 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 got, yeah. Some, I got yeah, but I'll, I'll say some things tonight, though. Yeah. Okay, good. We always you need can different perspectives. Always need different perspectives. Absolutely. Also, before we get to the marriage, I, I want to say, I, I do want to talk about the Kevin Samuels thing, too, since it's, it's hot and people are talking about it. Uh, but but what, do, what do you all say? Uh, I know Grandma Rear, you don't you don't know about that, but Coach K, uh, and you will tonight, Grandma Rear, you will fill you in. But, uh, Coach K, I know you made a post on Yes. Um, I was not excited about – so, essentially, what the post showed is um, this is this guy. He has a show, and apparently women called into this show, and they he asked them to rate themselves, and whatever ratings they give, he essentially – bashes them and I will say that some of the things he may say could be valid in how he feels but it's his tone and the belittling of someone um, that really puts a sour taste on the whole spin but Mm. the mere fact that there are women who feel as though they need to call into a show and get an opinion from a man as to their self-worth, because that's essentially what they're asking. Um, this young lady, she was saying that she deserves this six-figure guy, and he said, you know, basically, you're average. You don't deserve this six-figure guy. He would never choose you. Um, well, you don't have anything to offer. And well, it, was just, it, was, it, was just, it was just not the best. I'm going to say more uh, on that after we talk about the marriage stuff. Uh, I just want to say too. I, I want to say I'm, I don't necessarily I don't agree with with Kevin Samuel's uh, entirely. Uh, there are some things, but I'll, I'll wait to the to the last act to, to, to say my piece on it. Uh, but Kevin Samuel's though, uh, I, I I've actually I used I, I don't know if I'm still subscribed to him. Uh, I used to be subscribed. <laughs> Don't judge me. I used to uh, I've subscribed to his YouTube channel. Um, I think I found out about about two years ago. Um, he's an image consultant, and he brutally like he reads everybody, not just women, like men, like anybody that calls into the show, he reads them. Like it, 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 it's not he's not it, it's not aimed at the women. I mean, I know a lot of women. Mm-hmm. It, you know, he does them all like that. And um and I found out about him through another YouTuber. They did a collaborate. They did a they were a guest on each other's show or something like that. And I liked a lot of the things he had to say in that episode. And then when I subscribed to him, I I stopped listening to him. I thought, okay, this ain't for me. <laughs> but he, he yeah, it turned into a little bit of different. 
Say it again. I couldn't hear you. It turned into something a little bit different. It is. It's more of a. You know, some people when they get into a good position, and in order to continue to feel good, they need to squash other. It starts to mm. feel like that after a while, mm-hmm. and it's unnecessary because, like I said, he could have some very valid points and could really help people, but it's the, mm-hmm. the squashing part that's unnecessary. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he didn't say he's going to die alone and all that. I don't agree with that part, but, you know, and all of that. But, yeah. Well, you know, it, some of the valid things he said, he, he was a little too he could have worded it differently. It was kind of con- like that condescending and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think I listen to him anymore. I, well, I, I don't listen to him anymore. I might still be subscribed to it. I just don't click the click nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and, and to think abuse. about it, huh? Verbal, verbal abuse. It sounds like my ex husband. Essentially, that's where he gets to. Yeah, and uh, just mm-hmm. thinking about the young lady that called in and in this topic of, you know, before I do. If this, mm-hmm. So the young lady, you know, she's, to me, and I'll say it, to me, everyone essentially is almost starting to look the same. There's tons of people with the same makeup artist or the same makeup technique. There's tons of people with the same wig that they're putting on. So to me, everybody looks the same. So she's she is essentially the average pretty girl out here now with the lace front. And mm-hmm. she, he asked her just to rate herself. And before she even began to talk, if you actually sit and look at her face, this young lady is already broken. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, from what or where, but she's already in a broken state. You can tell by her posture. You can tell by um, how she's talking. And if you – actually look into her eyes. To me, they're dead behind. Um, And a lot of times, those are the people who are seeking committed unions because they're seeking something to fill a void. So when he asked her to rate herself, she said, you know, when I first wake up, I'm a five. When I put on my makeup, I'm a six. And that, again, lets me know that she's pretty broken because she's already put herself at half of the line. And then she feels like she needs to pile on a bunch of um, external enhancement to even make herself jump up one notch. That's the person usually that's out here seeking a committed relationship to feel whatever it is that they feel like they're missing inside. That is not how we should be preparing for a committed relationship or marriage. Until we are to a point where if someone asks us to rate ourselves that we are at minimum an eight, maybe because we have a bad attitude and we know it, that's mm-hmm. or above, then you're not pre- you're not prepared to add anybody to your right. uh, situation. Right, and her self esteem is is very low. It's very low of herself, and, and it's okay to put on makeup. It's okay to want to feel pretty, but when it comes to the point of where you rating yourself at a at at five and then going to a six, that's that's where did he get these these uh, topics from? I I mean, this this show sounds very abusive. I don't know. I, well, I don't so, like it. We've in my mouth. 
um, so I'm just talking about the young lady part of it, just in the preparation part of it. This is her, this is his show that they call into. So granted, they're crazy enough to call into his show, but I'm just thinking about um, the broken person out here mm-hmm. that's seeking the the committed relationships and the marriages. And you know, like Jonathan spoke a little earlier, how they're dropping off. You're not seeing the long-lasting relationships. I see the constant posts, you know, saying that um, marriages are not lasting like they used to with our grandparents. Let's talk about it. Well, we don't have the self-confidence and the strength, number one, to endure what it takes sometimes in a marriage. Number two, we don't have the knowledge of our own selves to go out and find somebody that is of our equal, strong enough to be a hundred, a hundred in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of us are broken. And when two yeah. broken pieces come together, unless that puzzle was made in the same factory, the pieces don't fit. Right. Oh yeah. And, and I also want to add uh, that, Another big difference between our grandparents and, and, and the generation now is that society has changed so much. Like uh, what what was like what was strange or something that was just uh, like things that were considered strange back in our grandparents' days are things that are normal to us now, or thing and vice versa, or things that uh, mm-hmm. I mean I believe that influences relationships like social media. Not just so well, not just the internet. I know a lot of people like to blame social media on everything, but social media is just a tool. It's not, but uh, but not that, but just the way people interact now, the what the the social climate, uh, how people interact with people these days are way different than it was when your grandparents were growing up. Uh, things like mm-hmm. manner, the certain types of like. I don't know the the bigger word for manners, cause I, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like the way people carry themselves, all of that's different. Mm-hmm. And I, I, believe, yeah. Yeah, I believe that influences that. that I, I believe that's part of the reason why our relationships now don't last as opposed to back then. And I also, and I think I believe that our grandparents' generation they went through the same stuff we're going through. But it's one of the things. Well, you never leave the man. Or and and some and some of our grandparents, well, let's keep it real. Some of our grandmothers, uh, they couldn't work or didn't work, <laughs> and so it, it it being with a no good man, even though they have ten kids together, it's it's like, oh well, I got to stay because I I got to eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and grandma and grandmother these days go, you know what? He I don't like the way he snores. I'm I'm out. <laughs> I make my own money. Fuck him. <laughs> So, so, so a lot of there's a lot of different factors, I, you know. In addition to, I mean, a lot of people that when they make those memes, they don't like, they don't seem to consider the, the world is different in addition to all the changes, you know. Mm-hmm. And the grandmothers of today are younger than they were mm-hmm. back then. So you know, it's a di- it's a different breed of female. Nowadays, it is. You know, it is. It's not. I'm it's not. They're not I'm, about family. You know, 
and uh, raising the kids right, they can hardly get themselves together, some of them, you know. I'm 41, and I know for a fact that over the last five years, so that's starting at, when I was, what, 35, 36 to now, every time I see one of my classmates graduated with or under me, got another grandbaby on the way, got, I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I, I just I have to think about like I feel like how old am I like did we graduate together and mm-hmm. you are absolutely right it, it is younger and younger and here's the crazy thing mm-hmm. those young grandparents are getting a second chance at raising their children and so by them doing that it takes the responsibility away from that mother who needs to learn any type of responsibility and grow mm-hmm. into being mm-hmm. an adult, you know, a responsible adult, which mm-hmm. these are all, all of these things that we're talking about, honestly, can help to prepare you for the I do. If someone yeah. takes your responsibility away from you, you don't prepare yourself for the responsibility of being with someone else. Mm-hmm. We think about the little high school girlfriend and boyfriend. Oh, you know, we, we're together. We broke up. We're together. We broke up. That's not mm-hmm. how marriages work. That so if we're, starting a, if we're starting a cycle of, oh, you had a baby young, well, let me just raise it. You're already starting that child out in a, a way of they don't have to take responsibility. Right. Because a marriage is full-blown responsibility. It's not you taking care of someone else, but it is a full-blown responsibility. It's a mental mm-hmm physical, financial, beneficial, and mm-hmm. many other things, responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. And, uh, and for any, mm-hmm. to be able to, to have yourself together enough to be able to build with someone else. Hey. All right. All Sorry, right. I came to late. Be able to Build with someone else. That's okay. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I I, I thank God for marriage and and uh, anybody who uh, is thinking about getting married is you know back in the days it was don't do it, don't get married and shack up. My parents were with that shacking up. My parents been married for forty four years. It, it was no shacking up. When we together, we together, and there is no ending. And they're still together right now, you know. So, but definitely have your, have your mental health in order. Have your priorities in order. And especially, you know, if you plan to have children, you know, it, it's, a, it's a scary thing having a child with somebody that you uh, regret, you know. Because that, that also becomes a part of it. If you have children together and you're married and you separate, you know, it destroys the children most of the time as well. Yes, and that's why I say that it's very important to learn to be a responsible person. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly will say that when I got married, or even before that, when I met my husband, I was not even in a search for a partner to be in my realm or in my space. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was fresh off of getting myself 
wholly together. I was on exactly. that, that mm-hmm. journey. I was 24, 22, 23, 24. And I knew mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm raising two girls, you know, they're young. I was not on the path to meet anybody to be committed with. Mm-hmm. When and I that, met my husband. Exactly. When I met him, it was just supposed to be a, a one-night stand. And we ended up getting back together a couple months later. And it was something that because I was taking that time to learn me and I knew mm-hmm. me inside out, I knew what I would and would not accept. I knew what I was mm-hmm. worth. I knew what I deserved. I wasn't looking mm-hmm. for it. But when it came into my space, I knew it was mm-hmm. it. And yeah. within two years, we were married. We moved in together and I was pregnant within six months. Because that's mm-hmm. the comfort level that I felt inside of me. Well, and we're going on 18 years later, and mm. we worked through many things. What people see mm. on the outside, and, and I even put up, I did a video on my uh, YouTube channel that's called My Relationship is Not Your Goal. And I meant every word I said of that because, Another reason why I do feel like a lot of people are not prepared for marriage is because they're just preparing for what they see. They're preparing for a wedding, and they're preparing Mm -hmm. to take pictures to post. But what Mm -hmm. you don't know about a long-lasting marriage is the work Mm -hmm. that is put inside of it behind closed doors. And I'm not talking about fighting and cheating and beating. I'm talking about real work, communication, Dedication, mm-hmm. sacrifice, mm-hmm. compli- you know, compromise, raising mm-hmm. children, buying houses, just making sure that you have enough to eat, Medicaid, mm-hmm. all of those things, investments, all of those pieces that you don't see on the inside. And some people, because they don't learn responsibility, they will never know how to face it. Right. And if you're not ready to face it, then that's when people let it go. And that's when the divorce rates go up. You know, mm-hmm. I've I've heard married people say, oh, we're just taking a break. Time out. Mm. There's no such thing as a break in a marriage. No. No. <laughs> that's, that's not a real thing because if you're talking about that, I can honestly say if you're saying we're taking a break, it is less than likely that that marriage is going that's to survive. Right. Yep, that's right. Yep. That's right. Because that I is mean, that is you work through that. You don't break. Listen, the, when you go before God, you going before God and your husband and the and the whoever married you and your family members, and you're making a promise, you're making a vow to say that I will stick this out until the end. And some people, you know, most people these days don't have that longevity. They don't have the the wherewithal to say, to make a sound decision to say, yes, I'm going to stay with you no matter what, through thick and thin, till death do us part, you know. And so that's what you have. You have divorce, you have broken homes. You have broken children, broken families. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, 
Oh, yeah. Now, if anybody wants to get in on the discussion, you certainly can do that. Uh, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. Yep, we're talking about uh, we got we got two topics. Uh, the things before the I do's, you know, talking about marriage and, uh, you know, on this finale. And we're also uh, discussing the Kevin Samuels uh, clip as well. If anybody wants to chime in on, on any of those topics or if you have any other questions for Coach K or Grandma Riri, you're welcome to bring it up. Um, yeah, and, and, and speaking of marriage, uh, you know, continuing on with that, uh now, I'm going to say something that's going to seem kind of uh, – well, I, I'm going to just say this. I'm going to prepare the audience and, and the hosts that uh, I have an incomplete thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> incomplete, but but it, it, it's gonna, it may come off uh, – I don't want to sound chauvinistic. That, that's, that's, that's a warning <laughs> I'm going to say because I'm not, I'm not like that uh, at all. Uh, and anything I say that may not sound right to any of you, uh, it may come. It may just be out of a lack of information, you know, or, or something on my part. So it's not out of. Uh, I, I never say anything that you know to, to try to hurt anybody or anything like that. It's just, it's just, I just may need to be taking to school on some things. But here's here's what I want to say, <laughs> and anybody, you know, like I say, Coach K, correct me. Um, one of the things about marriage, uh, and this is how I felt mostly when I was younger, and now I'm, I'm, I'm in my late 30s, and uh, and I feel differently now, but I, it's not, but not entirely. It, it's kind of like certain things I feel different about, uh, and and this is even although I, I was I, you know I was born you know, with a two parent in a two parent home and, you know, I, I born in wedlock and saw a married couple. <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, saw my parents married. I always kind of saw marriage <laughs> as like a job for the man <laughs> where he doesn't get paid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where he actually spends money to keep the job going. Um and 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 and, <laughs> and, and they sound, I'm I'm saying that jokingly in a way. But but I I feel like you know when they say when a, a woman you know she needs a provider and a protector you know a provider and a protector and you get that in the husband uh, but I sometimes feel like uh, well what does the man get you know because the woman's the man's role has always seemed to always even back in our grandparents they their role is always the the provider and the protector you know. But the woman's role in the marriage seems to have past decades have been kind of redefined. Maybe feminism has done this, but it's like, uh, okay, we don't we don't have to cook and clean. We're not just slaves. Uh, we don't have to take care of the kids. We can hire somebody to do that. Oh, we don't have to. It's, it's like, okay, what? We don't have to have sex with you uh, all the time. We you, you, you just figure it out. So it's like, it's like, damn, he, his role is still the same. But the woman's role is like, uh, no, we're not doing that shit. We, but you get what I'm saying. And and I, and I think maybe if the men caller, the men listeners are listening to it, you can uh, chime in and say, I see what you're saying. <laughs> but but I know 
Grandma Riri and Coach Riri, uh, Coach K. I was about to say Grandma K and <laughs> Coach Riri, uh, but still. Um, <laughs> I'm getting all mixed up. Uh, I, I I know with you with you being women, it it it, it may is is different, but I know you guys are are level headed and you and you see the bigger picture as opposed to just you being the woman in it. Uh, what what do you say about that? I know I, I believe other men feel the same kind of way, where it's just like a it's it seems like it's not really much of a it's like a contract where you get a bad deal for some men because the role of the woman is not entirely defined. Uh, you know, what What do you all say to that? I'll, I'll start with that because I see what you're saying and I'll give you a good scenario that can be played out and I think should be played out probably periodically in any relationship. Yes, as little boys, you're taught to be strong, protect women, be tough, go to work, provide for the household. Those are the basics that are instilled in little boys growing up and into men. And so they typically bring that into a relationship. As uh, women, the, the traditional roles of what used to be taught of cooking, cleaning, taking care of the young, a lot of that has transformed over the years when the balance was trying to be shifted from it just being a domestic role to being an equal role. And so I understand what you're saying about the men's role really never change, you know, Yes, they have home mech in school, but how many little boys are put in it? Yes, they have those other type of domesticated classes, but how many pay attention in it? So what I do when me and my husband first were together is every once in a while, especially when we had all of the kids, so all five when they were still in the house, I would just say for 24 hours, you're it. I want you to do, I want you to balance a checkbook. I want you to pay all the bills. I want you to write them all down. I want you to make sure that you get all the groceries. I want you to take care of that. I want you to listen to whatever kids need, changing the pampers. I want you to do all of that. I want you to take care of those things. And the reason why I did it wasn't so that I want you to see what I do. I needed to be able to say, if I drop dead tomorrow, would you be able to go into mm-hmm. the bank? and pay the mortgage? Would you be able to take care of the accounts? Would you be able to take care of the children? Would you be able to make sure that the light is made on? So I wanted to be able to not just show, but give a true example of what we do is more of the mind and behind the scenes and what Mm -hmm. Our counterparts typically do is more of the forefront and the physical act of everything. And mm-hmm. and I'll relate this back to my boot camp a little bit, um, that on your ISIS boot camp. I, I have people do physical activities. They take themselves through mentally because we will always remember the physical things that we do, but we can fold away the mental things. 
so while the husband or the male counterpart or the dominant person in the relationship, they don't always see what we fold away. Mm-hmm. But we will always see and remember the physical things that are being done. Right. That that makes sense. Mhm. And Jonathan, oh, yeah. the way the way you say it makes it sound like if uh <laughs> he's trapped and he's uh he's he's got the he's got the short end of the stick. But in marriage is teamwork. It's teamwork. You know, if you are uh, uh, uh you are two people or sometimes three people, you know, nowadays uh, <laughs> that have have uh, had a meeting of the minds, you know, supposedly in, in, in a good marriage, you know, you have a meeting of the minds. And it's not that she's he's doing more than her or she's doing more than him. Everybody's doing their part. And like Coach K said, you see the man out there because he's out there working and maybe the wife is at home taking care of the children and, you know, doing everything for the household. You just, you, it's, it's not an entrapment. It's a team. It's a gang. Like, we're gang. We, we, we are, we, we're adding to each other. We're adding to, so we're having these children together and we're building a life together. But, of course, the male is more seen most likely than the female because she is at home or she is at work and she has, you know, other things to do to make the other half of the marriage, which is inside the house because he's out there working. And, you know, um, and you say the women, you know, we have a lot to say, you know, or we, we have, you know, we're complaining or whatever, but it's not, it's not our relationships are not like that, Jonathan. <laughs> our our <laughs> marriages are not like that. <laughs> and, and, I was, and unfortunately, a lot of people feel like they should be, and so that's why I think many of them don't last because mm-hmm. of this TV or this you know storybook relationship that people think they're supposed to have. Versus mm-hmm, a realistic approach marriage. to what it is. Mm-hmm, that's right. There's no perfect marriage. There's no perfect relationship. Everything, everything's gonna have its up and down, you know. And it's, it's and it's, it's good that you have your up and downs in marriage because it teaches you more about yourselves and about each other. But everything is not all he. Everything is on him. Every it's a team. It's a team. It's supposed to be a team. Absolutely, and it yeah. takes observations. Because um, one thing I will say is, it's plenty of days where I'm. It could be a Saturday that I'm just late in the bed until five o'clock in the afternoon, and mm-hmm. in that time frame, my husband has gotten up, worked out, washed the dishes, cut the grass, cleaned the, the entire house. Mm-hmm. And that's because, you know, and I'm like, oh, I would have done it. He was like, babe, but, you know, you just worked seven days all last week, and I know you're probably tired. Like, that's something that he has to tell me sometimes. You do realize mm-hmm. that you work Sunday, so that's why you're tired as I don't know what today. So just chill Monday and maybe mm-hmm. start work later. 
it takes an observation on both ends um, for right. it to be a true work in progress, and that's something that you prepare for. You have to be prepared to be able to make those decisions that, okay, I'm just going to get up and I'm going to cook because I know that my husband just worked 12 hours, he's dog tired, I'm just going to do it. Or mm-hmm. he may see that I'm, I'm I'm dog tired, so he's just going to wash dishes, even though we got three little lazy kids up in this house, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> but those right. are the things that we have to do to observe each other in that relationship mm-hmm. and take the gender roles away from it. I know he'll always be the protector because that's what he's going to do. If I'm walking on the outside near the curb, he's going to automatically go mm-hmm. to the other side of me. I didn't even know that mm-hmm. was a thing until I met him. <laughs> My husband does that all the time. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. And right oh, now, yeah. we, you know, we have a week-old baby, so we take turns, you know, uh, he stays up all night, and I catch I take care of the baby during the day, and then we switch off, you know, taking care of the baby because it's a newborn, and you know he got his nights and days mixed up, and 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 I I wasn't prepared for it, you know I wasn't mentally prepared for having uh, help because I've never had help. And so it's a beautiful thing to see that I have help and that we can tackle this thing together. You know, it's a it's a marriage is a beautiful thing if you if you have yourself together and you know what you want and uh and you and you don't mind compromising. A lot of people will refuse to compromise. They refuse to to um be the the person that not bows down, but, you know, just be open. You have to be open in a marriage and open to your partner, open for change, you know. All that goes you together. To this is a marriage. You don't yes, have, you to have to prepare. You have to prepare. Definitely. Definitely. Playing with dolls and doll houses when you're young. <laughs> That's not that's not preparing. You have to be mentally prepared. You have to be you have to be okay with yourself. Your self esteem has to be up. You know, how can you teach you know, how can you love someone else when you, you have self esteem issues and you don't feel like you're a ten at in at, at when you wake up, a ten when you go to sleep, you know, a ten at six o'clock. You attend. You always attend, whether you got makeup on or not. You know. And so that, but that goes back to, you know, the parents not putting the love into children. Like I tell, tell my children all the time. You know, you're beautiful, and I love you no matter what. You are, you are beautiful inside and out. You can do anything you put your mind to. Positive affirmations. You know. All that matters. Oh yes, yes, true indeed, true indeed. Um, and you know, uh, there's a lot of things I want to say based on what, what everything that's been said. Uh, yeah, about the uh, one I want to say about the curve thing. Yeah, I've, I've I've been I've been doing that even 
like I said, I don't have a wife, but I was I've done that way when I was just date starting dating women, you know, the little things like that. And I I, I thank my father for uh, kind of showing me things without actually telling it to me. You know what I mean? Like kind of just mm-hmm. just kind of me watching, you know. Um, and so I'm, I'm definitely blessed to have had a lot of that uh, training. Um, and 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 thank going you know also with the kids too. Uh, I believe that um, you know seeing that or being brought up in that it it just it makes you more. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I just want to say like a healthier. It prepares you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. But I but I but I I kind of took it back because I know some people though brought up in single parent homes that seem like they're more well adjusted than me <laughs> in a lot of areas. So I, I, but I, everything's not black and white though. You know, people, it's, you know, everything will shape your, you know, experiences. <laughs> you know, every experience will, will shape your. Yeah. So, I mean, we can all learn from each other, you know, regardless of the background. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen oh, yeah. a lot of posts where people will say, do you give, do you give um, husband and wife, privileges to your girl slash boyfriend and I do want to speak on that really quickly Um, that is a that's a that's a toss-up question because the thing is if you are trying to prepare for a long-term committed marriage with someone if you can't show those behaviors and those tendencies when you're in the dating phase because that commitment mm-hmm. does not start at an engagement. And I think mm-hmm. at some point when people get out of that mode of, well, if I don't have a ring, then you don't get husband or wife, uh, you don't get wife privileges. Now, I think that mm-hmm. we need to step back from that and understand that if you think that a ring put on a finger will change a behavior, then you're in the wrong lifetime, period. If someone is not showing you that they are ready or preparing for being in a committed relationship with you before they slip a piece of material around your finger, then Mm -hmm. it will not be that when they do put it on there because a tiger does not change his stripes, period. Mm -hmm. If that's not the journey that you're on, then that's not the journey that you're on. So. That's my answer to that post that is up. Do, does the girlfriend, boyfriend get um, husband and wife privileges? They need to be in alignment with and prepared for if that's the end goal of. That's right. That's right. And how how are you going to know if you want to marry somebody, if they're not doing the things that you want them to do before you get married, like you think they're going to marry you when you're not doing the things that they like you to do or being, you know, the type of wife or husband that they want you to be, you think they're going to marry you? No, the things that you're doing to get them, that's what you're going to have to do to keep them. Right. Yeah, exactly. always an interesting um always an interesting post to see. And then seeing some of the comments, it's like I always want to know when people answer that question, how old are they they, and how long of a relationship have they truly been in? Well, you know, Mm -hmm. I've seen some posts uh, where some of the women are are in their mid to late 40s saying things like this. 
and I and and I guess that's why they're not um they're they're not married <laughs> now. And they may yeah. not, and and hopefully that's not what they're looking for. Um, I hope they're not looking to be married. Because if so, I just, anybody who's under the sound of my voice, please, please hear me repeat it, write it down, record it. An engagement ring does not solidify or change behavior. An engagement ring does not solidify or change behavior. An engagement ring does not make (laughs) your boyfriend or girlfriend turn into this magic potion person that, you know, at midnight that would never turn back into the pumpkin. That's not a real thing. If someone's mm-hmm. actions are their actions and their intentions are showing you exactly who they are, putting a ring on your finger does not change that. Mm-hmm. Who you are with now is who you're going to marry. So know these people's intentions. Know your partner's intentions. Mm-hmm. That's Before funny. the ring shopping even happens. Exactly. I stepped exactly. off my soapbox. Oh yeah, I, I I think many people need to uh to know that too. And 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 also, um I, I was thinking to say this earlier, and I'm bringing it up now, is that I think a lot of uh, one of the reasons why I believe that um some marriages don't last also is I think that people want to marry people based on how they make them feel as opposed to if this is actually a good person to be with, you know what I mean? Cause somebody can make you, you know, like, 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 uh, um, somebody can make you feel or say, Oh, I, Oh, I'm in love. Ooh, I feel, Ooh, just, just get the googly eyes. But that doesn't mean that you gotta, you should be married to that part. You should even be in a, Relationship with the people I think that's what a lot of people do And then and then when the person stops giving them that feeling Or when the You know or when the dust settles And the honeymoon phase is gone They're like oh I don't even mm-hmm. I don't, You know so I, I, I You know I, I don't um, I, A lot of People uh, do that They want to base relationships on the way The person makes them feel but uh, that person can make you feel good as a maybe a casual sex partner at best. Right. <laughs> you know in that moment. Yeah. If they if you, you know. can if you don't feel like that before you meet them, and they just enhance your feeling of yourself, mm-hmm. then really pay attention to that. So you are absolutely right. Don't get fooled by a feeling. See see no intentions and see actions, and understand how to make yourself feel that good so that if somebody does mm-hmm. get you to, you know, a place, it's a, it's a bonus. It's not a, oh, they make me feel like I'm in ecstasy. Well, okay, so once that's gone, because ecstasy, it wears off. <laughs> now what you got? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not I've tried or anything. <laughs> Definitely. And, you know, I'm not, and I'm also not just talking about just the sex, too. I mean, I know you all know that, but just for the uh, the listeners, I'm not just talking about just the sex being good. I'm just talking about that over that just oh, overall. Maybe somebody acts or treats you a certain way, and you and that makes you feel ooh, or, or you know that, and 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 that and that sometimes that's just what it is. A lot of people do those magic tricks in the beginning of the relationship so they can uh, so they can get you. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean that's who they are. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. When they pull out the chair yeah, for you, when you first meet, <laughs> open your door for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they put on the face. You know, most most of the time, the person that you meet is not the real person that they are. So mm-hmm. what you, you got to get past that phase of finding out who who this person really is. Because you, you got people who done married people, you know, and been married to them for 25 years and didn't know that they were molesting their kids and they was hiding dead bodies in the basement and all type of stuff. You got to know who you who you with and you got to take time to uh, be able to, to, to get to know and learn that person for the real person, you know, yeah. so see their actions, know their intentions. Mm-hmm. Know their intentions. Oh. That's right. Definitely. And, and, and one other thing I want to bring up too, before I bring in the call is, uh, is that, um, and I'm not, I'm not knocking anyone's, I'm not knocking preferences that people have uh, aesthetic physical preferences. I know men are guilty. I know a lot of people, oh, men are physical creatures, but women are guilty of it too, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a look or if he's just a quarter of an inch shorter than the, 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 that's, that stuff in the long run, a lot of that, you got to prioritize. Like, is that in the long run going to really affect, enhance, or make the relationship better? I know you, you men and women, they want a certain look for their partner or what, they, what they're into. Uh, you know, but it, it that certain look. I'm not saying I'm not trying to say don't go for that. If you're not attracted to somebody, then yeah, don't don't do it. But if you're attracted to somebody, you actually you actually that person does do it for you. But I mean, a person that does do it for you physically, but they just don't got the kind of ears you like. Fuck that, you know. Like why are you you know? They just they got the they just don't have that certain nose how you like it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not that important. <laughs> You know, like like sometimes you gotta look at your preferences and go. You know what? I was a teenager when I made this list. I, I need to grow up. I mean, and men like that don't don't you know. And sometimes uh, you can find somebody that has everything on that checklist, but they may not be a good partner for you. You know, they may right. not be a good. It may not be a good fit. They got all that. They got the, the 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 height you're looking for, and the this year and that you're looking for, and the that and. The, but then they suck in any all these other areas that are important for a relationship to actually function, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and I believe that's one of the, another reason why a lot of marriages and relationships don't marry. They 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 look for a set of qualities or a set set of preference physical preferences and go, okay, I'm gonna match the guy up to all of these things, and then they meet the guy and they try to make that work. <laughs> but okay, yeah, he matches mm-hmm. your preferences, but match all the all the things like can this guy actually do things that that's important <laughs> you know for you know well, that's and that also goes back um, say it again go, go ahead the virtual, the virtual speed dating <laughs> event that I have coming up on Thursday one of the stipulations is none of the participants can have their camera on and everybody's name will be replaced with a special code name that I'm giving them um, because I want them to build relationships not based on any distractions of superficial. And everyone that signed up for it is really excited about that aspect of being able to connect with people beyond physical. 
Yeah, and, and you know what, Pop? I definitely sign up for Coach K's the day, you know, go on um, Eventbrite and get it. But I hope this is not what happens, too. Like, a lot of people just ask each other a bunch of questions. So how do you look? You know what I'm saying? How, mm-hmm. uh, how, 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 describe yourself. How tall are you? How do you take the Sending out the, 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 the questions. I'm sending out 10 to 20 um, icebreaker questions and topics that they can they should use. So they will probably stay away from the describing of themselves um, because every single person that signed up had to do a pre-event session with me so that they can understand the purpose of the event is to build a relationship versus to just get matched. And so with that pre-event um, session, their thought pattern going into this is a lot different than the average speed dating event. This is a true relationship build. Oh, yes. Great idea. Definitely. You all sign up. Oh, well, it's too late to sign up, right? Um, tomorrow mm-hmm. evening will be when the tickets are done. So the last day to sign up for the event will be tomorrow. Definitely. Go on event right and look for the uh, – event. Um, Coach K, if you have a specific link you want to shout out to the to the listeners, definitely do that. Uh, it's honestly, if you go on Eventbrite and look up virtual speed dating, it's, you'll see it. It's, I don't have a specific link. I'm whack. Sorry. <laughs> no. Definitely go through. No, you're not whack, Coach K. But definitely go not through the all. link you want me. Yes, definitely not at all. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and callers, I know a lot of y'all are streaming and clicking like buttons and, and getting in my inbox. Y'all got, y'all called. Don't ask me no questions. Get on the call and ask the questions. Hey, Jay, uh, ask Coach K what, what I need to do if my wife ain't listening. No, you need to call up and ask that, all right? So the call is, the number is 929-477-3872, and then press 1. It will bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone right now, all you have to do is just press one, and we'll definitely bring you on. And um, and I, I actually, I also, I, I'm loving this discussion. I also want to bounce back to the Kevin Samuel uh, specific clip. I know Coach K. I mean, excuse me, Grandma Riri, you didn't get a chance to uh, to check the clip out in advance um, to know all the things about it, but. Uh, but I, I, I wanted to kind of throw my two cents back on the uh, uh, the Kevin Samuels situation. Um, actually, Coach K, you said the meat of it. You know, you know she, the weight uh, about her and her rating herself. And actually, you know what? Actually, I guess what I'm about to say is kind of a spinoff on that. Let me. All right, let me dig in my mind and get something else out of here because I did want to. Some I should have took notes. There's other things I wanted to say along <laughs> <laughs> with it. I should have took some notes. Uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, but no, but I do want to say this though, right? And 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 this is one of the this is one of the points I actually agreed with Kevin on. I didn't like how he put it, and I didn't like what he said to her. But I do like this point. A lot of us, and and I, I think I, I mean a lot of many people are guilty of it, uh, is that they want to in like okay going back to Kevin Simmons like when I say he doesn't just get on the women he gets on the guys too, like there'll be a guy who's six hundred pounds that works at McDonald's 
and he's in his 40s and he lives in his mom's basement. And he wants to get a dimed-out billionaire female, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that, that, that's the finest woman in the world, and she cooks and cleans, she ain't got no kids. And, that, like, he, he's looking for perfection, and he himself is not even uh, the market value for – he's not even uh, in demand. You know, and Kevin Samuels will snap that guy into reality too. A lot of people, and and unfortunately, and just keep it real, there is kind of a an unsaid, unspoken relationship or sexual market value. Uh, you know, I mean, rather we want to believe it or not, or we want to just be oh, it's about this. I mean, let's 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 keep it. You know, a guy that makes a lot of money. Uh, is more in demand than a guy that's uh, making, you know, twenty grand a year <laughs> and lives in his mom's basement. I mean, the the, the guy that, that that's making the, the mo- he's more desirable. And same thing with women. A woman that may not have a lot, may not have any children, who may be young. And no offense to older women, who I mean, it's, it's just that I'm not saying that she's a better woman at all. I'm not saying that, but. The demand for that is higher, you know. Uh, and I'm a, I'm a short guy, right? <laughs> I'm a short guy, and no matter what my good qualities are, uh, unfortunately, uh, taller men are they want that first. That's the first round draft pick to a lot of women, and then uh, they, they oh well, Jay's looking good. He's handsome. I like what he got. I'm I'm they get to me later, <laughs> you know. What I mean? But but I'm just keeping a buck. There's a lot of and when I say what a lot of us are guilty is that. We, we, uh, um, I think I talked myself into a corner. Do you know where I'm going into with this, Coach Shane? Yeah, I don't circle. know where you're going <laughs> at all, but um, what I will say is while you're thinking about that, I think that yeah. there is a, a, a gray area of what you're saying because the out of shape. 20 grand an hour guy who's looking for the billionaire woman. If he has now created a goal for himself to get her, I would only hope that he speaks to someone that can only speak life into him and encourage him to say, if you want that goal, you have to do these things to get to that goal versus just saying, you're a fat slob working at McDonald's. You ain't never going to get her, so set your dumb ass down and just be quiet. And that's the tone that he gives to them. The tone yes. that he gives to them is of that. And so for that guy, he will be forever sitting in that place because someone has told him that he would never. Now, if you really think about some of these whirlwind relationships, that are truly, I'm talking about the Courtney and the Angela Bassett. I'm talking about the ones that you don't, the Maxwell Reed, and um, I forgot his name, um, Viv and, and Mr. Reed. But if you really pay attention to those ones, the ones that you don't see on the front street, those are the people who started at a place where someone could have told them, you're never going to be X, Y, Z because your average is fat and you suck. But when you speak life into the right person, they will get to that goal. 
And so for anybody to set their goal and their sights as something above where they are, they're already winning because they're aspiring to be better than or to get better than. So oh, yes. that's oh, what yes. he does not do. Yeah, I agree with you. That's where I was. That's why you know you, you said and took the point where I was trying to go with it. Thank you. Um, but <laughs> I, I do want to say uh, <laughs> with, with Kevin Sanders though, and I'm not trying to defend him. I don't. Yeah, you know, I'm not trying to defend him. Um, there's been some shows where he's uh, like he's like he he'll, he'll read the person, and I know that that call didn't last. Uh, he hung up, or, or somebody hung up because because he changed the subject, but. Uh, what he'll do is he, after he tears him down, he tries to build him, build him, not build him up, but you know what I mean. Like, like after he, got, you know, with his image consultant uh, buzzwords, after he's uh, read them, he'll say, "Well, hey, this is what you should do instead." Because I, I've witnessed him do that with a lot of uh, some of the callers, but I, I don't, I don't really, you know, I don't, I don't check for it like that, so I don't know where it, where it is now. But um, but another and another thing I want to say too. Is uh actually I, I should have took notes. I, I'm, I'm gonna just pass the mic back to you, Coach K. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. You be just getting lost. See, because he's not because he's a YouTuber and a personal shopper. He and he's not qualified to speak life into anyone, um, other than him just having a lot of followers then he wants to tear down in order to build up to make the appearance of helping. And Mm -hmm. the practice that he uses is unhealthy because not everybody that you tear down will listen to the buildup. Because if you think about a child, you could tell them they're amazing every single day for the next 100 days, and on day 101, if you tell them they screwed up, the only thing they remember when they're an adult is the day you told them they screwed up. So everybody does not work well being built back up once they're torn down, especially by someone who they don't know. A stranger telling you that you suck, a stranger who you potentially look up to, this is somebody they have to look up to because they're taking the time to call into his show so they value what he's saying what he's mm-hmm. doing is essentially is dangerous because you're taking people who value exactly what you're saying, impressionable people, because they're crazy enough to call in and want that advice. They look up to him. But to tear mm-hmm. them down in order to make yourself look good, building them back up, that's not the way to go. Because, yes, mm-hmm. he may have some very valid points, like you said, but who's listening to that valid point when they're inside scrambling with themselves of, I just called in because I was five minutes from killing myself. You just told me that I'm nothing. I'm worthless. That just fueled what was going to kill me. So once I get off this call, maybe I'll go do that because you just told me I'm nothing. Mm -hmm. He needs to be careful with that. That's right. Mm -hmm. He he must be responsible for his words and that's you can't you can't do that to people. That's abuse. Mm-hmm. I don't care where it's coming from. On a TV show, uh, a boyfriend, a husband, uh, a parent, uh, it's abuse. <coughs> oh yes, I agree. This is what it is. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Coach K, you uh, are you are you considered doing? A, well, I know you do a lot of the uh, you know virtual uh, teachings and things like that. Have you um, thought about doing a similar type of show like Kevin Samuels, but doing it not when I say similar, not the, I'm not talking about his stuff. I'm talking about Coach K version and teaching people the real, you know, people calling in and you know, on YouTube with it and stuff like that. I honestly, and I thought about it um, with the small series that I have, I would not do it until further into the business because I'm, for me, I just stopped working my nine to five in May, which means that I finally got to a point where I'm a hundred percent just building my business. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at, I'm, 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 one-on-one contact right now. Um, eventually, I would love to have a platform where I can have people to call in because my goal is to help as many people as I can under the sound of my voice be the best version of themselves in everything they do with giving a very realistic approach to it. Um, but I want to, I want to, I will get there because, you know, it, not just Kevin Samuels, but there are a lot of quote-unquote coaches. There are a lot of people out here who are labeling themselves in the realm of life coaching and helpers and, you know, I counsel people who are reckless in what they're doing. And um, being a manager somewhere does not give you the authority to counsel coach people in the right direction. No, you don't have to have a degree or an actual certification somewhere, but true experience over at least 10 to 15 years in the same realm with proven results, yes, you do need that. Because when people call in and when people ask for my help, I take that seriously because I know that I'm affecting someone's entire life. I know that the tools that I give them are the ones they're going to use. So do I hand somebody a blowtorch and some hairspray and tell them to go, you know, kill a roach with it in their house, or do I hand them a shoe and just say squish it? That's the difference in somebody who has experience versus somebody who's just spewing out crap. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, true indeed, true indeed. Oh yes, and 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 callers. Uh, speaking of that platform, that's what this is supposed to be. <laughs> so you guys call in and, and and ask questions to Coach K. That number is nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two, and press one. I know a lot of y'all are listening right now. You inboxing me, and that's cool. But hey, we need to, you know, Grandma Riri and Coach K want to talk to y'all too. So, all right, we got a caller. We got somebody that's not afraid, and y'all called in before, so we, what's different for this finale? All right. Caller in the 502-712. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey, this is Shalika. Hello, everyone. Hi, Shalika. Yes. <laughs> hey, Coach K, Grandma Riri. Hey, Jay. Hey. Oh, I've been loving this. Been loving this topic. Oh, I love it. Um, I've been following since the beginning of the call, but um, I wanted to speak on the Kevin Samuels. 
<clears throat> no, actually, when he was actually speaking with the um, young lady, um, I think she gave herself a five and six. Because if you can remember, he said to her, and don't give yourself a seven, like he's saying that she couldn't even go a seven or above. So she stuck to five and six. You get what I mean? So he didn't even, she, she couldn't even rate herself. He's telling her what to rate herself. Do you remember wait, he said wait, that? Well, he said, "Yeah, but yeah, that's crazy that. because <laughs> that, well, that, that doesn't." Oh, sorry. I'll let you talk. I, I want to just answer that one thing. Uh, it's it's seven is like that safe number where you're like uh, five is like okay, that's you know you think you're average, but seven is like that. I think I look good, but I'm not a ten. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. either pick something that's a, above a seven or below a seven, so we'll know that you're not trying to be safe. With the seven number, right? Uh, that's 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 why. Yeah, why you said that. Yeah, but I'm saying if you're saying rate yourself, you can't tell someone how to rate themselves. Is what I'm saying. You know, he was trying to right. like trying to guide her to even yeah. rate herself. So he was wrong okay. on that in the in the beginning. Is what I'm saying. How he even misguided mm-hmm. that right. in the first place. That's what I was saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. A confident yeah. woman and then on, would have disregarded what he said. There you go. Exactly. He she pretty much was intimidated, and he knew that. And and I can also say too that uh, towards the end when he said you're just gonna be by yourself, you're gonna die alone. I mean, um, I hated that. You, yeah, what if she was suicidal? What? Yeah, that was reckless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He said you're you're just gonna die alone is what he said. And that, to me, his his whole demeanor and personality is that of someone who hates themselves so much mm-hmm. that they want to make any and everybody around them feel that same pain. He's a hurting little child inside that needs his mm-hmm. own guidance. And if yeah. if what I read is true, you know, two divorces and you don't even have the business that you so say you have, then you can't right. keep people in your life. So that means that you need to maybe work on yourself, get yourself together, find out what kind of women or men or self-hatred issues that you have before you spew it into other people because he spews hatred. That is correct. Yes, he did. He did. Hatred. And then he was at the end with He's like, you was yeah, and then he was like, you a sweet young lady. And he said, and he said you a sweet young lady. And she's like, yeah, you're being so mean to me. Don't you say I'm mean. Don't you say I'm mean. You broad yes. calling here. You know, and I was like, what? And he said, and you broad he calling that, here. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And then, that you broad Yeah, and then thing. he said, yeah, and then, then he's like, get the fuck off my phone. You know, so... I mean, that's what told you right there that he's not even. Yeah, he said all of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he hates himself. Yeah, you know what? Now, uh, now that you, now we're talking about it, I'm kind of remembering why I stopped listening to him because it, it was, yeah, it was. I was, what the hell? <laughs> when I first heard it, when I first, uh, I mean, I, I, I stopped listening to him way before I heard that clip. But uh, what made me listen to him in the first place? Because what that show, that particular show he did, was very like I, I actually took. No, I'm like, oh man, this is some great advice he was giving. Uh, and then it it, it it got stupid. The more I, like other episodes I started listening to, <laughs> but uh, but you know, just a, a broken clock is right twice twice a day. But yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the video 
that you sent where where you saying he's a fraud the guy that guy his name is saint and center uh and i don't i don't i stopped listening to him too because he sounds he seems like a jerk a little bit <laughs> but uh the saint, center, yeah, the saint and center guy tore him down i was like oh yeah this is yeah it said kevin samuels uh he yeah he there's something not right about him yeah got right. that right. yeah now yeah and you know he does it to the young people. It's the people like in their you know twenties and everything, and who's uh mm-hmm. have um you know that don't have that much self confidence. That's who I noticed mm-hmm. that he and he know and he knows that when he's talking to them, so he knows how far he can go with them. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, oh yeah. Yes. Any guy who you know, sits in a dark room behind a piano uh, where you can't see their eyes and you can't see them. You, you can't tell me yes. anything. Right. Oh, yes. yes. So, thank you. Just stick to uh, personal shopping and being his little uh, <laughs> YouTuber and, and stop canceling young people. He needs to stop. Yes. But uh, on the marriage thing, I was just going to, you know, agreeing with you, um, Coach K. You know, on um, before marriage, you know, dating to see, you know, if you can have a future with them, if you mm-hmm. can see waking up with them every day, you know, or even having a family with them, or growing old, or can you all do a business together? Can you? Is this a person you can confide in? Is this mm-hmm. a person you can trust? You know, are they positive? You know, and I just, you know, and don't waste your time. Just investment to somebody who's not even a potential to be a life partner, wife, or husband is what I say. You know, why just waste your time and play around? You know, time is too precious. You know. Yeah, I absolutely agree. If if your overall end goal is to be in a committed marriage or relationship, and that's mm-hmm. not what you see within the first, to me, I I, I to me. I know a five minutes of a job interview if I want to hire somebody. So, I mean, I don't right. know how long it takes people to get it. So, if you know that within the first three weeks, like Keisha Cole said, let it go. <laughs> you know, right. You know, right, right. Don't, you know, it's not. You be playing around. And then, like, and then, like you're saying, then when you actually have a marriage and building together, you know, you got to have, you know, each other's back, taking care of each other's needs, you know. And you know, and when you really know is like when you're when that person is sick, you know, and you you know you got to take mm-hmm. care of them. You got to handle the household duties, and you got to, you know, nurse them back to health as well. You know, and yeah. if you have kids, you know, <laughs> if you have kids, sharing a responsibility with kids, or if they're grown or no kids, and then you're in this thing called second life because your kids are grown, and so now you're getting to know each other again. Dating all over mm-hmm. again, running around the house naked, you know. <laughs> before you had <laughs> and you and yeah. you are right about that that taking care of your partner because you never know. My husband was only twenty three right. years old when his he had a, a spontaneous pneumothorax. I would not expect yeah, that yeah. the age of twenty five or twenty six, me taking care of my twenty three year old husband that could have died. Now I'm having oh, to do everything. Goodness. So we have to think about all of those things. All of that. When, yes. when we decide to get into that mm-hmm. committee. I mean, bathing everything. 
Mm-hmm. Everything. Oh. Wip- wiping them, everything. Yes. Everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and fellas yeah. listening to the show, uh, definitely that if a woman, you know, that should, that should tell you right there. I uh, Back in 2017, I, I was in a relationship with a woman that I had no business being with. Um, and and on top of that, this woman was a, a holistic health coach. <laughs> on top of this, but when I got oh, sick, wow. no, no, yes, I mean a holistic health coach is is going to be uh, is pissed about it. When I got sick, she acted like I was I was inconveniencing her, <laughs> like it was just like oh my god, uh, that shit is so it's millions of other red flags too. It was she's like a female Kevin Samuels actually. <laughs> but uh, oh, no. yeah, that that's told me. But uh, but but you know, I didn't take. I didn't, yes, but I didn't take my own advice because, uh, like I said earlier in the program, like sometimes we date people because of a a feeling, or date people because of they they check off certain boxes that you want, and uh, and she checked those boxes off or and and gave me a feeling, but it, it, no, that's not somebody she didn't give a damn about. <laughs> and, and, I, and, and, I, and, I, and I found that out many times, time and time again, until it was uh, officially uh, I had to get rid of. But yeah, you know, that, that, that's your, if, they, if, they, if you and you get sick and they're like, up, oh, yep, yep, fuck you, you know that. You know, that is like, yeah, got the right, right. right one. That's when you really, really know. Uh, that's what my mom mm-hmm. always said. You know when when the person is sick or. You know, either vice versa, he's sick, she's sick, uh, or when she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. That's how you really yep. know. Yep, I, I just went through it. Because now you're pregnant. Because, like, now you're pregnant. Yeah, we was doing everything, having fun to get this baby. Now you're pregnant and you're sick. Mm-hmm. So how is it going to, how is it, you know, how are you feeling now? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time mm-hmm. to tell. You gotta know your partner. Yeah. You gotta know your partner. That's right. That's right. You gotta think about all of that. You gotta be, um, you know, checking them out when you're dating. Can this be a person? And you need to date them for a while, you know, and see. Hey, then, you know, every day, what are they like, day and night, you know? Every part of it. Yeah, I mean, with their friends, seeing with their family, paying attention to their interactions. See how they treat their mom, how to treat their family, their sister, their brother, you know, you got to look at all that. So, yeah. Right. Absolutely. I enjoyed this. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you calling in. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'll have a good yeah. night, and I'm going to keep listening. How are you as well? Oh, well, thank you, Shalika. With this being the finale, uh, Shalika, and you've been a frequent caller, you can actually, uh, if you want to, you could you could hang out with us a little longer. We don't have any, uh, everybody else seems to be afraid of this topic <laughs> tonight. Yeah, so I'm going to start, start posting some more. I'm going to try to get some people, get some of my peeps to call in. Yeah, I love to hang out. Let me try to get some. Get some people on these calls. 
Well, look, no, let me yeah, tell them right now. Don't treat this like McDonald's and walk up in this door at eleven. I mean, at ten fifty nine because we closed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're not making no burgers after ten fifty nine. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, but y'all Go ahead. No, a lot yeah, of no, no, I'm saying I'd be no, I'd be glad to hang out. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely do that. Uh, yeah, we're talking about you know, in addition to marriage, we're talking about a lot of different topics. Uh, uh, Grandma Riri, uh, you're pretty quiet, and I know, I know maybe one of the reasons why I know. Uh, congratulations to you. <laughs> uh, may I have your oh, hands. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I've been going through it, but I'm still here. I'm listening. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this, yeah, this is a quiet Grandma Riri episode. <laughs> uh, well, and yeah, speaking no, of new just, babies, just so yeah. everybody knows, you know, I have finished my certification as a birth breastfeeding and postpartum doula, so that is a realm that I am definitely going in, so I'm super excited about the whole, um, you know, when you were saying that you were having a baby, so I'm excited about that realm. Full 360 coach here. Thank you. Congratulations, Coach <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. So if you have any, if you breastfeeding and you need some help, you just give me a call. Pop your boob on Zoom, and I'll show you what to do. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I might do that. I might have to do that. (laughs) But No, I'm not breastfeeding. Uh, I uh, I have uh, my my nipples have not aged well. So uh, my I don't want I don't want my nipples getting ripped off. You know they not they not as firm as they used to be. You know, so uh, I have weak nipples. You know, so that's that's just what it is. And and then they, you know, so just pray for my nipples, y'all. Keep me keep my nipples held up in prayer. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep them up in prayer. Just rub yeah. them often and keep them moist. Yeah. Your husband jump up and say, I can do that. What she say? Rub them and, and moist them. <laughs> and keep them moist. That's nice. right. They are really moist because, you know, the milk and everything, you know, is, is, it's a bit different for me, but... uh I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm going through a lot of pain right now. I'm off some good pills, and you know, and so they cut them out. They had to cut them out. So uh, okay. I'm going through it, but I'm all right. I'm gonna make it. And then I have, you know, I haven't gotten much sleep for the past week, taking turns with the baby, but it's all right. And those are those preparation. You know, your husband is right there by your side. He is prepared. Mm-hmm. I he is- did. You know, you know his. You knew his intentions from the beginning. That, that was going to be somebody <laughs> yeah. that was going to support. I you. told you when we met during a threesome. You know, that's how we met. So <laughs> you knew he could handle. He could handle it all. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I was with it, and he was with it. You know, that's how we met. So my mom, <laughs> my mother-in-law, she asked me today. How did y'all meet again? Tell me how y'all met again. <laughs> Mine was wicked. I said God is good, but I was I was I was getting it in out here in these streets, and I and I just I got the sun. It's just it is what it is. So she was laughing, you know, and I you know I was out there. So 
and mm-hmm. I just thank God that God blessed me with my husband while I was out there, you know, because right. he, I, I, you know, I, I, I gave head on the first night. I ain't even going to lie to you. I, you know, so what you what you do to keep them, you you I mean to get them, you gotta continue to do to keep them. You can't, you know, do it one time, one once or twice, and then don't do it no more. And then now y'all married, and he stuck with you, and you don't give no head no more. That ain't right. You can't do it. So yeah, you gotta continue what you start. So that's start, right. Start where you gonna finish at. Yeah, that's right. Being yeah. preparation. That's why I, I surprised later on in the marriage. Like he was like, "Why you do that?" Ha ha. I didn't want to get too much in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he get off work, you gotta have mm-hmm. lingerie in them heels when he get off. That's right, give girl. Him give him a little show. Come home to the strip club. Yeah. Hey, who you tell? Have a hot rag waiting. Just I just want to wipe you off. That's quick. right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. You gotta keep it going. You gotta keep that's it going. Mm-hmm. Give head, ladies. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> prepare I'm yourself. You, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very, if more women gave head, I'm telling you, it wouldn't be so much violence going on in the world. I'm telling you. I, don't know. I believe that's the, 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 now, you're talking about. The problem is the good head because these dudes the out here be going crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they do. They do. You're right. They do. <laughs> they do. So give. So what you say? Give less head to less people. That's what it. What it. Is. Yeah. Keep, keep your throat safe. You know. I don't know if you guys have paid attention to my Instagram lately, but it's um. It's a post I put up about that song. And the song, it irks me to no end. That song, get the head, get that bread, and, and leave. And so I, I purposely put up a post, and I show what genital uh, warts and herpes look like on the vagina, the penis, and the mouth. Yeah. Because uh-huh. every time I hear that song, I think about if these children keep listening to this song and they going around saying, well, I'm going to give this head and get this bread. No, you're going to have to take that bread, get some meds and get relieved. Y'all need to watch mm-hmm. what you put in your mouth because every piece of that's not, that's not a thing. Yes, but right. I swear every time I hear that song, I just, I just see herpes and warts. I'm like, <laughs> people think it's safe. It's not always safe to go put in your, that soft tissue that you put in this, this potential Nasty penis and sister, y'all gotta watch that. And vaginas, mm-hmm. yeah, everything ain't Mary. clean. Mm-hmm. You said married, married woman, married women. Oh, oh. <laughs> but I mean, I can't even say when you know every husband ain't faithful either. So you know, definitely be safe. Respect. Definitely be safe. Look at it. Yeah. If you're that close enough to put it in your mouth, your ass should be on it first. Mm-hmm. Amen. Watch it. <laughs> Watch it before you put it in your mouth. That's why you got to inspect it. Inspect the gadget. Don't turn the lights <laughs> off. Don't, get, don't right. turn the lights off. If you want to see this first sentence is turn off the lights. Yeah. Come here. Give me the flashlight. <laughs> don't listen to that song. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Dang, they need to call me. 
we're getting back on the the overall topic. Um, Shaliga, I think you brought up a very good point when it comes to the preparation piece for marriage is when we take the vow that says in sickness and in health. Um, and like I stated mm-hmm. earlier about the um, spontaneous pneumothorax, there is no way that a 20-year-old would even be thinking about um, their husband being in the hospital for 30 days with three children at home. No, at the time it was four children at home, one of them being a, a newborn. And I think we talked earlier in the night about being able to be ready to take on adult themed responsibilities, not just beyond, you know, beyond paying bills. Mm -hmm. These are some of the things that you really, when you decide to get into a committed relationship, it's bigger than who's going to pay the car note this month. It could potentially Mm -hmm. be a sickness or illness that you didn't expect. And and in this time right now of COVID, you have young people that are getting deathly ill. So you you never know. What you're walking mm-hmm. into, so being able to grow up in an environment where you hone into yourself, build yourself to a, a solid point, and prepare yourself. So this is beyond parent um, preparing while you're in a relationship. I would even so go so far back as, as an individual, preparing yourself internally to be ready to invite anybody into your space, learning Mm -hmm. personal responsibility. Because when you invite somebody into your space, they now become a part of your responsibility, just like you're their responsibility. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a big piece of preparing Mm -hmm. yourself for any kind of committed marriage or relationship. Yeah. That's right. That's nice. So, oh yes. Anybody um, about this? Oh, we got a caller. Yeah. Uh, people are in the, not right now, but uh, I want to say, uh, <laughs> but yeah, for the, for the people that want to figure out how to call nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two, and then press one. Um, I also wanted to ask. Uh, what are your uh, the past eight episodes we've done? Are there any particular moments of the show that just that that's your favorite? Any highlights you want to speak on? Um, and, and and that question even for you, Shalika. I know you've uh, listened to uh, I, I believe all of them. I think you called into yeah. seven of them, <laughs> if not <Yeah>. all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's. Oh, what, what are some wow. of your highlights? What are your highlights? We can start with you, Coach Coach K, actually. Um, honestly, the way that my mind thinks and the way that I am, I think every single episode was a highlight to me, especially mm-hmm. with the people that called in. That's a, a mm-hmm. huge thing for me is even if every single time we only have one person that called in, I know that the answer reached multiple ears. So what yeah. we're doing and what we've been talking about, it sparked conversation somewhere in someone. So every every single week has been a highlight for me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna 
No, no, I was just going to say yes, every episode, but especially the one, you know I have to say the episode that actually teared me up. And you know that's got to be the one that we were discussing about the domestic balance because uh, just, you know, knowing the young lady who had just, just passed over domestic balance and then your topic happened to be about domestic balance. So um, that was so touching. You remember, I just almost cried throughout the whole thing. Well, I I cried so much it took me a while to even call in, remember? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Yeah. that was very, very touching. And I know that reached a lot of um, people, even if they didn't, you know, call in. But I know it reached a lot of women who was probably living in silence. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh well I, before we get to you, Grandma Riri, I wanna say one of my favorite moments is uh the episode where uh well the moment where we were talking about the sex toys and spicing stuff up in the relationship, uh and it was like a lot of back to back callers talking about the sex toys and and, and how to order <laughs> them and things like that. <laughs> it was like, oh, now, now y'all not quiet. Now you're talking about sex toys. You know, when we're talking about human relationships, everybody, I'm, I'm not going to press one. I'm gonna press one. <laughs> yeah. Everybody I can't my toys, so I ain't going to call in. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 yeah, but yeah, the, 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 those, that you couldn't hardly get a, uh, called in. They were coming back to back to back on that topic. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, and, and my favorite line from Coach, uh, excuse me, my favorite line from, everybody says great things. Everybody says great things. A lot of great lessons, a lot of great information being shared. A lot of, uh, you know, this is a lot of things. I, I learned a lot, too. But I want to say one of my, one of the classic lines I like from Coach why do I keep wanting to call Grandma Riri Coach Riri? Because you've been coaching us now. Come on now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You see something Coach in the future? Uh-oh. That's all I have to yeah. I'm speaking into uh, yeah, When well, she said you could customize the sex dolls and look like your baby daddy. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I remember that. That was hilarious. That's right. That's right. You can customize them and listen to whatever you want to, but it, it costs a, a pretty penny to do it. But yeah, they got the and like maybe that's safer nowadays with you know everything going around. That might be safer to uh, get you a right. sex doll. You know, yeah. and uh, you know, you know, sex doll ain't got COVID. You know, you can get it tested if you want to. I'm, I'm guessing, you know, and uh, be be on the safe side. You know, and you can wipe them but, down uh, with bleach and they won't die. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and make them look like well, whatever you wanted to look like. And and that's what I was gonna say. My my favorite episode was when we talk about being uh, watching too much porn and letting it. Uh, come into your relationship and mess up your relationship because porn has messed up plenty of relationships because of what, going back to what Jonathan was saying 
about how the image of is the TV come out with this image of how you uh, the perfect person looks like. There's a certain uh, height and there's a certain weight and you know I don't want to mess with you because you don't look like this and have the certain expectations when love doesn't really have a face. You know, love is love and if you can get past the uh, physical aspect because at the end of the day you marriage if that's what you're looking forward to is not just the it's not just the sex. It's not just the sex. It's it's a lot more than that. It's in sickness and health. You got people all over the world with sicknesses, diabetes, getting their feet cut off, all type of things and mm-hmm. you have to be able to pick someone who you know is, will be capable and able to do that and willing to take care of you at the end of the day. That's Amen. right. You know? Amen. That's right. So it's not all about they can look good as they want to, but be a whole, I don't use the curse, but a whole piece of shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's oh, what if so. You connect yourself with. And that's who you stuck with because you didn't prepare yourself. You were not properly prepared. So yeah, when I was a little girl, mm-hmm. I used to how, um, and you know, I was young. I was I would see somebody who may have a deformity, like of the face or something. And I was like, well, you know, how how can somebody be with with somebody like that? You know, as a child, you don't understand that. And so mm-hmm. when you're in a marriage and you, you know, say y'all get into a car crash and your husband has or wife gets acid in their face, when you have mm-hmm. an unconditional love and, and trust bond with somebody, you see through all of that. So all that physical attributes that you were so in love with, their beautiful hair, those long, luxurious mm-hmm. legs, if anything mm-hmm. happened and that went away, what do you have? Mhm. Exactly. Yeah, or they could uh, have a stroke and get paralyzed, be in a wheelchair. You know, it's all of that. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. So much that can, so much that can, you know, that could happen, and you know, that's when you need to know: can this potential, this person, you know, that you're with, take care of you if you get sick or something happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very oh, yeah. important to know. Oh yeah, and and also there's people that have uh, physical ailments and things that don't even that don't need anyone to take care of them. They're very self sufficient, independent, and there's so much technology and so much things that help people in different situations that you don't really need anyone to take care of you. You just want somebody just that companionship. And their yeah. whatever they're going through wouldn't affect the relationship unless you let it, you know. Unless you, you know, unless that's it's something right. that's bothering the person. That that you know. That's right. So, yeah, people come in all different forms of of beauty. That's right. That's right, Jay. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yeah. And and that's why you can see people that you like. How in the world that twenty thousand dollar a year. Big fat McDonald's man is walking down the street with that beautiful snatch waist Coca Cola bottle. That's none of your business. Mm-hmm. He aspired to get it, and <laughs> so he got it. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. 
And, you know, and I also want to say, too, I made a post in Blacktopia that, you know, it, it rubbed some people the wrong way, but I, I didn't, I, I wasn't trying, but I guess I'm not trying to get attention. Well, not not the negative attention. I was trying to get people to talk. Uh, but <laughs> I made a post a while back. I don't know if any of y'all remembered it. And I said something about, uh, you know, uh, uh, there's always, it seems to be that people, uh, well, the point of what I was saying, I can't remember exactly what I said, but the point of what I was saying was there are people who are out there who are in bad relationships or single themselves trying to tell other people who they should be with or what they should be with or shouldn't be with that person instead of that person. Like, that person's doing better than you as far as a relationship. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you got to mind your own business. Yeah. That's what you like is what you like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely do. Yeah. Mind the business that pays you. If it's not paying you, get out of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this honestly, this series has been amazing. And I thank you for coming up with the concept of it, um, Jonathan, to be honest. It's something I would have I wouldn't have thought of it. And you know, bringing Grandma Riri in was just brilliant. And I wouldn't have never imagined how much of an impact that we would have had on so many people Mm -hmm. with such a wide variety of topics. I love that we didn't just stick with, you know, a, a straight row. It was abstract touched so many different people to the point where when we were missing for the holidays, they were like, well, where, you know, they're looking like, oh, where is that? You know, we were we were the the SVU series that was going on for a little while. We was the Hulu exclusive that was happening. So I thank all of you, both of you, for being a part of this series. It's been truly amazing. It's something that, as you can tell by how much I talk, I can talk about the topic of love and sexology endless at any point in time because any way that I can touch, help, and enhance people, that's all I want to do in life. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you uh, so much. Yeah, yeah, thank you, know, you so awesome. much. This has been wonderful, wonderful series. I love it and enjoyed it. Thank, thank you, Coach K. And yes, you know, and one you. of the Oh yes, and I and I got the idea for the show, actually when we did the di- when Coach K was a guest on the digital meet and greet, and Grandma Riri called in as anonymous, but we knew who that was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the dialogue, I I, I like that Coach because when we do the digital meet and greets, they're not really in that uh, advice kind of way. It's more like. Uh, we do the digital meet and greet so people can connect with people so we can get the, the person that's in the hot seat more uh, more business, more clients, you know, just pretty much to connect. Mm-hmm. It's not like a regular, but it's like, uh, hey, this person has a business. If you want to do business with the person, this you know, this is how you get in touch with them. And, uh, but since Coach K is in the business of helping people, the people called in were asking questions about getting help so she can get, you know, of course, get some more business. 
And uh, and when Grandma Riri called in, and the dialogue between Coach K and Grandma Riri, I said, "Whoa, this is just part by itself. This should just be a show." And so that's where I got that. Yes. Yeah, it, it awesome. <laughs> and now wheels yeah. started spinning. You was like, you know what? You know what? This would be a great collaboration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's oh, how yeah. it works sometimes. Oh. God is good. Yeah, and it was a great collaboration. What a great idea! Because it's it's oh wow, it works. It works. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh dead. That yeah, was awesome. I, I, I know. I learned a lot from you. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Shanika, for for always calling in. And yeah, always and posting <laughs> and sharing. We appreciate. Yeah. And Jay's always hit me up like, "Are you listening?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm here from the beginning." I'm a fan. Yeah, we're glad. So you have been supporting too, and you know I appreciate you even supporting the things that that I've done. You know, being a part of the scavenger hunt and just being supportive yeah. in what we're doing. Like I appreciate that so much. I, one yeah, thing I, I got like the you, best. To- I won like the best oh, yeah. toy ever that I've ever had in my yeah. life <laughs> for a for a five dollar entry. Like how awesome yeah. is that? I can, I can, I've been able to, anybody who's ever met me in life knows I've never been money motivated by anything. If I'm doing something, I think money is a perk. I truly Mm -hmm. enjoy the outcome of whatever it is that I'm doing. Like the virtual speed dating, somebody, somebody asked me, why are you only charging $5? Well, because I'm not looking to make money. I only charge $5 because it's an investment to make sure people show up so that someone can be mm-hmm. matched and, and get to know right. other people. The mm-hmm. The webinar that I'm doing at the end of this month is four days, and it's completely free. The power of you emerging is about just empowering people to walk into 2021 with their backs straight up and a better sense of themselves. I don't do things to just earn. I do things to help people learn. Oh no, mm-hmm. you gotta send me that. You do you say you're doing a webinar coming up? Yep, it's um December the twenty eighth, twenty ninth, thirtieth, and the thirty first. So the last four days of this year I have okay. a, a webinar every single day, completely free, four days and it's a full empowerment series walking into Next year. Oh, I got to be part of that. Okay. I'll make sure oh, I yes. post it. Um, I'll just repost it in in the group too. Okay, awesome. I'm most definitely going to mm-hmm. get in. Oh yes, oh yeah, oh. definitely. Coach K, you had any new toys? I'm waiting for that stainless steel butt plug to come out because that thing is beautiful. I just want to go and just wow. hold my hand and walk around. <laughs> <laughs> a stainless, stainless steel, steel butt plug. 
a stainless steel butt plug with a big nice jewel on the end of it. Oh my gosh, when that thing drops, y'all gonna y'all gonna oh. see it first because I'm gonna walk around like a ring on my finger with it. What? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta check this out. Yeah, I'm excited. And then we have um the C B D infused bath soap that's um coming out by the end of this year. So it's several oh. several items that we're waiting to drop. So Okay. Okay, awesome. all right. Bring in twenty 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 one with a brand new butt plug. That's right. <laughs> the closest it'll get to being on my body Happy is on my hand. Music. I wear it as a ring. I'm not ready to wear Happy it as a thing. <laughs> For all my backdoor explorers. Backdoor explorers. <laughs> backdoor explorers. <laughs> knock, knock. Hey, no. you might have to be prepared for a marriage. You never know. Your husband might be a backdoor, or your wife might be a backdoor explorer. Right. Nora ain't the only one that explore. Another, yeah. Another, another whole, yes, a whole nother, a whole uh, fun, another of uh, to explore, a whole nother hole to explore. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, you got a lot of holes and holes that you were talking about. Yeah, another one to explore. Yes. Oh, yeah. Especially, yeah. If that's, especially if that's what you're into. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Butt plug. Um, <laughs> well, what uh, about some, I was going to say, what about, I thought I was reading something else um, about some type of lube or something that gets hot or something you rub and so we, do something with it. We do have a warming lube. Um, we also have the CBD infused lube. So we we oh, have a okay. good variety of lubes. Definitely check it out. Um, Kayscandy.com, which is K-A-Y-S-K-A-N-D-I.com. You can find all kinds of the flavored lubes, um, the warming lubes, the CBD-infused lubes. And I do have holiday treat boxes where you can get five personalized-sized items from our Bath and Body Collection. Any five items that you choose for only $25. You can keep it for yourself mm-hmm. or you can give it what? at an office holiday exchange or family um, exchange. No. Totally up to oh, you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on that Coach K. I'm on that Coach K. <laughs> Merry, Christmas to me. Merry Christmas to me. Merry Christmas to me. Oh, yes. Well, we're about to, uh, we're about to run out of time. Uh, we only got 60 seconds left. Uh, Coach K, is there anything you want to say? Take I us out. I want to thank everybody, everybody who's been tuning in for the last eight um, episodes. I really appreciate you. Keep up with me. You can go to loveandintimacy101.com to find out everything about me. Ladies, go to ownyourishsis.com. Get into that boot camp. It is worth it. I promise you. And if you want to contact me easily, you can always call me or text me at 804 
888-646-4551. Thank you all. Oh, yes, definitely. Thank you all. We're glad you took that journey with us. That call in the 919, we're not taking your call. That's what you get. You press one too late. And uh, <laughs> thank you all. We got to go. Uh, thank you, Good night. Good night. Thank, you, thank you, God bless you. All right, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Good night. Good night. <laughs>